have not become a patron of the Geocache Talk Network, what are you waiting for? Patron levels start as low as a bison tube level at $3 a month. To sign up is easy. Simply go to the Geocache Talk website and click on the Become a Patron button or go to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk. Patrons now get the famous blackout coin, invites to special events, and other really great items throughout the year. Become a patron today. Have you subscribed to FTF Magazine yet? FTF Magazine is the number one geocaching magazine available. It is a quarterly magazine that you can be part of. Submit your geocaching milestones and adventures to be published. FTF Magazine is also interactive with puzzles to solve and the hunt to find Spartacus. If you can solve the puzzle or find Spartacus, then you will be entered in to win a special path tag. Every new subscription, you will receive a special swag pack. Subscribing is easy. Just visit FTF's website, ftfgeo.com. Don't miss out and subscribe today. Hello, Hello and welcome to Challenge Talk, part of the Geocache Talk Network. You can watch the show live on the first Sunday of each month. Feel free to jump on over to YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter to watch the broadcast live and join the wonderful active chat room or listen to the entire show later on your favorite podcast player. And in this episode, we'll be talking with Jesse and Curious KDB about their passion for challenge caching. We also have prizes to give away each show to our listener. Between each show, be sure to email your challenge cash finds to challengetalkpodcast at gmail.com and you could be a winner. And later in the show, we'll also play our special game exclusively for our live audience, The Wheel of Challenges. So listen live, get your email app ready and follow instructions when the time comes so you can have a chance at winning the grand prize. And later on, we'll also be highlighting some of the challenge caches you found and someone will win our monthly giveaway. So here, I'm happy to welcome Kelly and Jesse, otherwise known as Curious KDB and JT Coffee. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Hello. 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 Kelly, you're in Boston, right? Boston yep. area. Yep. And Jesse, you're in the Seattle area. Yep. Beautiful Pacific Northwest. All right. We're coast to coast tonight. So welcome. Yep. And so how has your caching month been, you guys? My goodness, it's <laughs> it's this month has so many asks on your time and it's dark. It's so yes. dark. It's just <laughs> I it happens all every year. And yet it surprises me every time that it's so dark and it's dark by four o'clock up here where I am. Um, and you can you should probably be done with your non-night cache geocaching by about 430. Yeah. And uh, it just feels like a like I, all this time is is gone. And so I have ambitious goals because for the year that I wrap up in December, which is of course difficult with all the other things that go on and the lack of light. It's just, oh my goodness. <laughs> the challenges, <Yes. laughs> the challenges we face. Yes. Well, good. Sounds like you're busy. And Kelly, how's it been for you? It's been good. I've been kind of slowing down after my epic, you know, four months of traveling this mm -hmm. summer. Um, so currently right now I'm just kind of working on my year end goals of, you know, hopefully getting a, I'm really into numbers. So mm -hmm. like getting like a fun end of the year number, um, as well as trying to get like the line of December on the calendar to a thousand. <laughs> so you know, cool. I'm, just, yeah, I'm driven by grids for some reason. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Well, great. Great. I'm uh, being driven by numbers right now too. I'm on the downhill slope to 10,000. So I am like, give me all the caches right now mode. Get me to that number. Yeah. Um, and I'm also, yeah, trying to, I could potentially, and I think I have a really good shot at making this my biggest numbers year yet. So since I'm there, why not go for it? You know, so numbers yeah. are where it's at for me right now. I did get to find one challenge cache in the dark, you know, one of those nights where it felt like 9 p.m., but was really like 4.30. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, I slipped that um, challenge cache in. Um, let me see. It was uh, owning caches that total at least 500 finds, not using more than five caches for the total. So that was a fun little challenge. And then also really randomly this month, I stumbled on a, cache in Corvallis, Oregon, placed um, under inspiration of Worldwide Cache Fest, which we had in January of 2021. Um, so that was just really fun to randomly find that cache I had no idea about. And 
yeah, so just a fun moment in my month. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, winter doesn't have to stop us. That dark doesn't have to stop us, but it's a factor. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, we invite all of you who are listening to email any of your challenge caching questions, big or small, to challengetalkpodcast at gmail.com so you can be a part of our conversation. And just wanted to bring up a few news items. Uh, last week was our podcast of hope. That was amazing, you guys. If you haven't um, caught all eight hours of it, it's definitely archived. You can catch it in YouTube and reruns, reruns, <laughs> rewatches. And it was a great show. And most importantly, we exceeded our goal of $12,000. The last I checked about an hour ago, we were at 13525 and change. So thank you, everyone who donated. That was amazing. And, ooh. It looks like we have a little promo, a little teaser for you guys. So let's have it. And there you have it. There you have it. I don't have uh, much more to add to it. So you guys are going to have to uh, ponder that. Curiosity. Curiosity. Like a little more added. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need more. Kelly says, give us more. <laughs> yeah. Teaser for sure. My yeah. goodness. Yeah. Well, we just also, um, back to the podcast, I hope, just had a question in the chat. It is still possible to donate. Just go to podcastofhope.com. Very easy to remember. Um, and that'll take you to a website where you can still donate. And all of that money goes to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. And um, it's so fun to be a part of their fundraising efforts. And then just a little note on a, a ground speak challenge you guys can participate in or in our fifth of sixth mazes for signals labyrinth. Uh, the castle maze has just started. Um, I, amazingly, I was able to start it and finish it yesterday. So now um, the next two months of caching will be will be free and without pressure. But I always love those challenges anytime they put one out. So um, I've been uh, getting all those challenges and i can't wait to see what the sixth maze is are you guys doing those challenges Always. definitely yeah <laughs> <laughs> now if so some have been harder than others kelly maybe not for you i know you're like go caching all the time you know but if it came down to it would you go out caching to finish a ground speak promotion yes definitely yes. Yeah, i, want I always do years. <laughs> yeah yeah same i mean it's in the you know we live in the the region of abundance with caches out here there's so many caches to find and so it's not often that i have to really work or worry about them but um it, it definitely if i was living in a place where i didn't have as many caches or i'd have to actually choose to go caching i would to finish the promo i would totally do it yeah. i'm very visually oriented and so if you're moving something along or you're filling in a thing or you're earning a souvenir I'm there. I agree with Jesse. I just, you know, I, I'm all about the visual. <laughs> so whether it's, you know, like, you know, my grids that I have on paper or a calendar or just, you know, filling, but I, I also let it just sort of, you know, happen. I don't really go out and make it, you know, I don't go as a point of making it happen. So it just will happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like some, uh, right now with my quest for numbers, it came easy all in one day yesterday. But right. yeah, other winters, it can be it can be kind of hard. But yeah, yeah I, I'll do them. Every single yes. one of them, I will do them. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um, I want to move on to our main topic, which is both of you and your passion for challenges. And I got to meet some very passionate people at Worldwide Cash Fest this summer in Memphis, and you two were some of those people. And mm -hmm. so, Kelly, what I vividly remember is after meeting you, you telling me how excited you were to meet Jesse, who was going to be in Memphis. And the reason that you knew or you were so excited is because of Jesse's notebooks. Yes. <laughs> 
And I'm like, <laughs> this is the first time I ever heard of Jesse's notebooks back in July. Um, but apparently, Jesse, your notebooks are famous and <laughs> very inspiring to people. So I wanted to talk to both of you about what inspires you about your notebooks, about your grids, about your everything. Um, so, you know, we can inspire more people. So, Kelly, tell me what you were thinking about Jesse's notebooks. <laughs> well, I think I heard about the notebooks probably in 2018 or 2019. Oh, wow. um, yeah, it was a long time ago. And I was, I actually met Jesse very briefly at the ape event in 2019. Um, when she was like queen of the ape and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, was leading the um, event or it was part of the event or something. I can't quite remember, but I was really excited about meeting her then. Um, and, but the notebook, I tried to do my own notebook and it just didn't work for me. Um, but so I started the clipboard, <laughs> with, with all my like grids and everything on it. And I actually um, create, you know, when I travel, I act, you know, I take it with me. And so whatever challenge I have, like I'll make a, if I'm doing counties, I will actually print out the county maps so that I can like fill them in with my highlighter. Mm -hmm. um, so I know that I don't miss anything. Um, gets me more on track and in and, and that. But I also just love, I love being able to like visually see it. And if I have a question, it's like right there. Right. Um, always, like on my desk. Um, and it helps me as I'm planning travel, um, my travel times, whether it's just even just traveling around here or traveling, you know, far away, it helps me with my game plan of like, what do I want to get? You know, do I want to fill in counties? Is there some, you know, is there like a multi that only can be like fulfilled, you know, in Virginia, you know, so mm -hmm. I have to stop, um, you know, highway challenges, making sure I get cash um, sizes in every state as I go through them, um, rare, you know, rare caches. Um, this was like a pretty big year for me. I was able to, I got like my nine and 10,000 um, fines, you know, awesome. this year. So that was pretty exciting and um, completed my lower 48 plus um, BC and Alaska. So I just have Hawaii left. Um, and it was my fifth year of getting, um, finishing that GCD challenge of getting a thousand caches in a year. So now I feel like I can kind of step back and I, you know, have said that next year will be more about not the quantity, but the quality of what mm -hmm. I'm doing, um, because I feel like after the last five years, it's been kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Well, that's awesome. You have your clipboard near you, right? Yep. It, do you want to show your crazy clipboard? <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's like my clipboard. And, nice. you know, I have all like my little grids in it, you know, and I just fill them in and then I also have like this is my off my calendar so I tried Google and Google didn't work for me like uh -huh. I actually just needed so this is like August and you know I have like all the things I want and I cross it off as I you know as I get it yeah there's just <laughs> so, something about paper and pen or pencil yep. it's fulfilling it's yeah, I, I'm the same. I like to have that. I have many a maps with highlighted, you know, as I go, I think it's part of the fun. It's yeah, that, that tattered piece of paper becomes so yep. special. You know? Yeah, And I have like a folder filled with them, you know, so I can go back to previous years and look at them. And I think that's what Jessie has in her notebook. She's able to like, look at her notebook and do that. Um, and I just, you know, did the clipboard. So Jessie... <laughs> Yeah, I think it's great that people can just figure out what works for them. You right, know? right. So, Jesse, you let us in on a secret that your notebook isn't like this, you know, gigantic papers falling out of it thing. It's a little field note guide, right? It is. I My my notebook right now is in the car because I just got back from a caching weekend. So that's it was right there with me. This is a copy of uh, just another one. The uh, field notes, they send get you get little packs of them. And so but it's about this size. And I like this size because it doesn't have a spiral and it can fit in a pocket and it can I can carry it with me. And I started making notebooks uh, because I was I needed challenges to help me kind of 
boil down what I was looking at. I would get so overwhelmed at the map. There's just so much to do. I could go over here. I go over here. What if I go over here? I could go over this way, find these things. <laughs> and I was, I just couldn't decide. And so mm -hmm. I started focusing on challenges and it would help kind of filter what I was working on. So I didn't get so overwhelmed with choice. And then some of the challenges, we have so many great challenges around here, you can't work on them necessarily every single day. Maybe it's the Delorum page challenge, which is a legacy challenge type that can't be published now, but it's um, about certain Delorum map page grids through the states that you're in. Or we have one here in Washington state called the Cities and Towns Challenge, where you're going to a fixed list of 120 cities and towns. And it's it's, uh, I had a list. I have two pages in my notebook full of all 120 of those. And I just cross them off because some of them are just teeny little postage stamp towns uh -huh. in Washington. And if you're driving through, you're like, oh my gosh, it's Odessa. Hold on. Stop. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and, um, cause it's, and it's right there. And because I needed to be opportunistic or like a charter member challenge or something, other legacy cash type, which, um, you can't work on every single day. It's not like a calendar grid challenge where you can kind of keep track mentally, but you're like, oh, that's right. I was working on that challenge. I'm going to a new place. Wait, do I already have that charter member? Hold on one sec. No, I do not. Perfect. And now, of course, you have things like Project GC that you can pull up on your phone and run the checker really fast. But if you're out of service or you just mm -hmm. need to check it really quickly, that was what I was running into is that I was keeping all these challenges, trying to keep them in my head or keep somehow little papers. And that's what evolved into this notebook. And because it was moving with me, it couldn't be this big thing. And so with it's a little thing, it fits in any purse that I have. It fits in any backpack or any pocket. And I always have it with me. And each page is a grid so that I can remember if I happen to be near something like, wait, do I have that regular sized cash DT combo? Hold on, let me check. No, I do not. Okay, let's go get that one or um, anything like that. So it's it's it really helps you remember what you're working on, focus, and then be opportunistic if you happen to be nearby. That's great. So do you guys use um, like online tools as well, such as like the bookmark list and like, I really want to get this cash going on a bookmark list. I can look at that map. I'll do that when I'm planning like, oh, I completely forgot. I want to get that cash for whatever reason it's on the gen in the general area. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I have a, I have pocket queries that run every Sunday. I, um, some of those help with some of the blackout challenges, which are another legacy challenge type that are not publishable now, but we have a bunch of them near us. Mm -hmm. And because they're kind of these weird polygon shapes, it's really hard to keep track. Is that a blackout qualifier or no? <laughs> and so, um, I can keep a digital list that way. Project GC, when you're also has a function of adding needed found dates to your calendar. So if you are working your Google calendar, so if you are working on filling in your traditional challenge or a traditional calendar or a regular calendar, whatever it is, a micro calendar, you can push a button and add them those dates on your Google calendar. And those I color code and like the days I needed a multi that's orange. The days I needed a traditional, those were green because that's what they were on the map. And I wanted right. to, be able to look really fast, just look down and be like, Oh, need a traditional in the multi today. And I an love event, that. I've never thought of that size. tiny details. That's I love that little detail. Yeah. That's great. It's it, it really helps. And it it's, makes it so that it's top of mind. So when you're busy, you can still add on those things. Um, or if you, you, it just helps, it helps you make choices. You're maybe you're super busy. You're like, I need a multi today. Not going to get one. That's okay. You can get it next year. And I know, cause I already have it in my calendar. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> awesome, man. It's so exciting to hear what other people do. And it makes me inspired to do more, to, to research more and to plan more, um, give other ideas a try. And yes. I think Kelly, that's what the notebook was to you. Yeah. <laughs> Very exciting to you. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Plus, you know, like this to me was like the year of meeting all this, like people I knew socially online, mm -hmm. which, which was really exciting to me. Like, you know, this is kind of weird, but like, I sort of felt like Jesse was one of these like bucket list people I wanted to meet. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> 
It was great to meet you too, Kelly. And it, I have those people too, you know, and the people I know online or people I know just through the message center and yep. uh, or on my leaderboard, but I've never met them in, in person. And it's, it's such a gift to be able to travel around and meet those people in real life. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It was a pretty epic year. And that's another thing. Both of you are prolific travelers and this year was just an example of it, you know, making major trips. So we're, Jesse, you have a combo of trips for pleasure and trips for work as a ground speak lackey. So, um, for, I guess question for both of you, do you sometimes just take a fun trip or are you always integrating your goals into your trips? I feel like I know the answer, but go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> um, there are some trips where, uh, they're not geocaching focused. And so I'm going for some other reason or with family or I tag along with my husband for work or something for his work or something mm -hmm. like that. Um, the nice thing is, while well, he's working, I must entertain myself. Right. What, oh, what, what will I do? <laughs> but um, there, you know, I, I, there are trips I certainly take where I'm not geocaching all the time. And there are certainly trips I take where I am geocaching morning till night, dawn, dusk. But um, what helps in those times when I travel and I'm in a cool new place and I can't get everything that I maybe ever want, a uh, couple things I help prioritize and challenges really help with that. You can, okay, I need the oldest. That's all I'm going to get is the mm -hmm. oldest in this location, or I need this charter member because I can't get it anywhere else. Or there's a couple, maybe there's a webcam or there's a cool DT combo of an earth cache or a really cool place. And if I can boil down the reason why I want to go, like um, maybe I'll find an earth cache that has a really cool view that I can take all of my muggle friends with me. Like I know mm -hmm. of a great place that's gonna have a great photo out from the city. Let's go. And then it happens to be a cash for me too, but then they get something out of it. But helping use those challenges to really boil down the priorities so that I'm not just going off list and seeing this huge map of all these opportunities. I keep to my list. I focus on those things. And then anything else I can grab after that is gravy. Then I, as my second strategy is we were just in fact using this strategy today. Um, <laughs> I always have a list of places that I have gone more than once or that I feel like I can return to on a regular basis. And if it's a place like that, like Portland is near where I am or Vancouver or San Francisco or something like that, I could see myself going to those places. I just always have a Vancouver list. Mm -hmm. So if I'm up in Canada or a BC list, if I'm up there and I DNF it or I can't find it or there's just so many great things in the list, fine, add them to the next visit list so that that way I don't forget them. I can mentally stash them away. Don't worry. They're not lost. I can remember. I can come back and get that one. And I have it right here saved so that I don't have to be like, now what was that cash again? I feel like there was something really fun that I wanted to find. Right. I've got it. It's in that list. Perfect. And you know, I've been there like you, you're on this amazing epic trip. You have all these plans made. I've been tempted to change. You know, I remember vividly, I was down in New Orleans area. I went to someone's front yard cash. They came out, they gave me all these ideas. And I was like, what do I do now? What are, you know, and it was like, bring it back in. You had a plan stick with the plan. You'll regret it if you don't, you know, so sometimes those, <laughs> those parameters can just really keep us I don't know, sane, because, <laughs> you know, you know, you guys and a lot of our listeners, we are so addicted to this wonderful thing. And we have so many ambitions for ourselves that, yeah, it can get pretty overwhelming sometimes. Yeah. So I like that. I like how our list can keep us, keep us focused. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And a quick before you uh, answer, Kelly, there's some Con or questions in the chat. Jesse, do you know, is there a master yeah. list of charter members or a way yes. that you know about them? 
Yes. Is it accessible? So, um, and then I, I also, <laughs> yes. <it's> a, <laughs> so there's a quick question here too. What is a charter member? There That's you a go. Great question yeah. too. Mm -hmm. So on the, on our profiles, when you're looking at your profile page, there's your picture and then your username. And then under that, it says what type of member you are. And it might say premium member. It might say basic member. Sometimes it says lackey. Sometimes it says reviewer because there's the types of members too. Um, and then some people, it says charter member. And those are people who have been premium members from consistently without breaking from the very beginning of the opportunity to be a premium member. Uh -huh. And there are, you know, a handful of those folks. There's a good handful, but it's not super long. Uh -huh. If you, if you use Project GC and you search for, uh, charter member challenges, you can, there's some in there and the checkers have that list of all of the, of the charter members that are current as current as the checker writer can keep it. It's not perfect. And then, um, and it will check against your fines to see how many charter member, uh, placed caches that you have found. And, cool. uh, it, it's hard of course, to, um, to plan for because you can't really search for charter members. Mm -hmm. But if you go to the forums, one of the charter members has made a handful of lists of maps of all of them. Awesome. It's amazing. <laughs> great. great. Thank you for your insights. You know, that's another good point. You know, there's probably a challenge out there about things. <laughs> so check it out on Project GC. You, you never know what you can find by just searching around there. We've, we've joked before on the show, it's a, it's a big, deep black hole that you can get caught up in. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right, Kelly. So back to you and, and travels and how you focus. Yeah. So um, this past year, I went on three large trips. Um, two of them I did on my own. Um, and then one of them I met up with a friend from the West Coast. And um, my goal for that was to finish up my lower 48 as well as visit the um, awesome town of Gilby, North Dakota, yeah. which I think everybody should just pack their bags and go to. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> um, and I, you know, I use Cashly as my app. Um, sorry, Jesse. <laughs> but I love it because of the highlighting and the fact that as I'm working on my challenges or why I might need something in that town, I've highlighted it as to like, is this, I need it for a county or does it have a rare, like something rare about it? Is it a high favorite? Um, I just pick things, you know, I, like I color code why it's on my list. Cool. Um, which is, you know, makes, makes it easier for me to know like, you know what, I got this one, this was a backup, I can skip it, let's, you know, let's keep going. Um, so that as you're building your day, I, always, I ended up, I always end up with extra time, which is wonderful. Then I can add in more, you know, and oh, Kelly looks like she might have. Oh, I was thinking like maybe me. Oh no, I think it's Kelly. It's I. <laughs> I see you still. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, we'll get Kelly back. All right. Yeah. All right. We'll work on that. Um, well, Jesse, is there anything that comes to mind that you are really specifically working towards right now besides oh, the, besides that I could get any of this? <laughs> well, the, one of my goals this year, I, again, this being visually, um, motivated, I wanted a, a, a DT loop, uh, number, a certain number of DT loops at, <laughs> at 10 on the app they turn a darker green. Right. So I, when I opened my app, I wanted my DT loop grid to be as dark as I could make it. And I just didn't want any more light green. I liked it looking all <laughs> nice and dark. And so uh, 10 was a goal that I had this year and I, I got it up over that because I just was like, oh, now at 20, I'll make it even darker. Let's see. <laughs> um, and then that cute, like uh, I think it was Kelly that was saying earlier, in your 
calendar grid on geocaching.com, that far right column is your cumulative month total. Yeah. And for a handful of months, I had them up over a thousand and I wanted all months up over a thousand for this year. And that's not based on a challenge. It's just a little quest that I gave myself. I, I always, wanted. Yes. There's always a little that. quest personal. And <laughs> yeah. I love how those little boxes make us go geocaching. <laughs> I know. And on the DT combo, I wanted them all up over a hundred and it's, uh -huh. it's stuff like That's that. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean anything to anybody other than me. And it just is so satisfying. And I really find it to be incredibly motivating. You know, I needed so many caches this month to tick it up over a thousand, but I've been working on that all year. All the rest of the months are up over a thousand. So I'm not going to let it go now. Right, right, right. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's incredibly motivating. That's something, my December numbers is definitely something I'm trying to work toward. And then once I get up over that number, I'm going to look at my total number for the year. And I'm going to make sure it lands on a number that I'm happy with. And I also want to make sure my benchmark number lands on a number that I'm happy ah, with too. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I always have to end my year on a multiple of five. So the end of the year mm -hmm. is sometimes a little scramble because I'm just mm -hmm. a little obsessive like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Kelly, back to your travels. That's I think right. we, we lost you around Gilby. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't really remember what I was saying. Um, but but yeah, no, I was able to, um, you know, connect a bunch of counties together and connect myself um, this year on a trip to a, a trip I did last year. And oh. now I just have like Wisconsin to Cook County, Illinois to connect, um, which, you know, it's like that burning, like, oh, I really want to do that. Like now <laughs> or, <laughs> year or something, but you know, it's, you know, next year my, you know, my, my daughter's going to college soon and I have to like start looking at colleges with her. So she doesn't want to go to Wisconsin or Illinois. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah. When I, when I, when I do plan trips, it's really, um, it's something I have to kind of do on my own. And like, as Jesse said, like, if you're with other people, you have to really just pick, like, this is what I really need. Like mm -hmm. I'm not leaving here unless I find this one cash. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a good point. You know, um, being, with a group sometimes is being respectful of the group's goals, but you know, it's good to say, set forth, this is what I really need out of this, you know, and talking about that ahead of time. That's a good point. Maybe a whole other show. <laughs> yeah. Cashing with people who are not cashers. It's, it's a, it's a, uh, skill you know yes like, yes it, it has is the impact or it has the capacity to dramatically impact everyone's mood so if you're it's a it's a great show theme <laughs> it is a good strategies. show theme yes yes it is <laughs> yeah and so kelly you also got to go out to um seattle and uh yep. abbotsford yep. and going caching right and yep driving down to there so you had some driving trips and some flying trips and yeah yeah so i did the mid that midwest trip where i got my last three states that i needed um um yeah i got north dakota south dakota and um the one in the middle <laughs> <laughs> that starts with an m Mich not it's not yeah I, minnesota? Minnesota, minnesota yeah Missouri. <laughs> um, no, I had Missouri. And then I flew to going caching from there um, because I'd heard so much about it and I really wanted to, to see it. So good. Good. Yeah. Oh, it's been such an epic year, both for um, geocaching fun and people fun. You know, I, I yes. feel like, you know, maybe coming to the end and having a, a few shows with awesome people has been really fun um, just to recap this year and um, what it's brought all of us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got on a plane to Europe this year for the first time in a couple of years. Mm -hmm. And I just sat down. I, I was I went to Belgium in March. I got to go to Europe a few times this year. And um, but in March was my first trip since 2020. And I clicked my seatbelt and I had tears rolling oh. down my eyes because I was so <laughs> excited. At that point, we still had masks on, so no one could tell. Or I <laughs> but I was just like. I'm just, I can't even believe how lucky I am. I'm so excited to go far away and see and 
cash in a new place and meet all these people. And it was, it was so great. That's sweet. That's great. Good. So Kelly, anything that you are very specifically working on? Um, well, the multi-calendar, um, I am, I'm under a hundred at this point. I just, nice. I actually just finished the month of December is my first month that I've like cleared. Nice. Um, and as well as getting each day to 11, um, I have seven months of that. So that's what I've been, you know, work. And then there's just little challenges here and there that I've signed that I'm mm -hmm. just like ticking off. So Cool. Yeah. I remember, yeah, down in Memphis, you were like, I got to go, I have to run away now. I got to go get a multi because it's multi-day. <laughs> Jesse, I think you even ran away that one day I in did. Memphis. It was like, good, it have was... fun with you. Bye. I have caches to get. <laughs> it was, we were all saying good night after the mega. And I was like, if I go get a multi right now, I can do 11 icons today. And then Kelly's like, well, you got to do it. Exactly. And then I'm like, and then you need to tell me when you're in your car because it was dark out. Yeah. <laughs> tell me you're safe at the end of this. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Oh, you guys, it's so much fun to talk challenges with you guys. It's it's fun to talk our um our our little obsession that some people just don't understand. So it's great to have a, a space to to talk about it and be so excited with each other. And I know everyone in the chat's just as passionate as us. So it's, it's great <laughs> to have this community. <laughs> yes. Really yes. Good, good. Well, it's time to uh, move on to our Wheel of Challenges game. Um, so you guys, welcome to stay and uh, see see how this game is going to go and see which one of our listeners is going to get to play. So as a reminder, one live viewer each month will be selected to face off against the wheel and have a chance to win the grand prize, a one-year membership on Project GC. Um, and we do have a limit of three wins. If you've won three times, we'll ask you to uh, let other folks play. But to, to enter, we're going to have you send an email with a subject containing spin me followed by your username in brackets to challenge talk podcast at gmail.com. So get your email apps open. And so you can answer this question and the first verified user gets to face off against the wheel. Your profile will be checked live on project GC. And if you qualify, you win. And so this month's question is what city did I meet Kelly and Jesse in this summer? <laughs> we mentioned it several times so I'm going to pop open my email and watch for you guys to send in your answers and we'll see who is first <laughs> That's the suspense is killing me the suspense I know right who's it going to be who's it going to be I'm refreshing oh, oh man okay we have one email it's blank Oh no, we don't have a, <laughs> there's no answer. Okay. So keep on so sending. Excited. So, I was so excited to send it. Just send. <laughs> All right. Okay. We do have our first <laughs> correct answer and that is by Holly Underwood. Holly Underwood, Acorn Mama. Okay, sorry, my eyes are darting all around. I'm like, where's the Geo name? <laughs> okay, so let's put the Wheel of Challenges into Oh, Derek has the wheel open. Okay, Derek, if you could spin our wheel. Oh, we have a four and a half difficulty challenge. And this is GC531VY 100 miles apart challenge. Derek, are you able to click on that GC code to open up the cash page? Okay. I might open it up because I can't see that well. <laughs> and so I can't even read that cash page. One second, guys. Sorry about that. Enhance. <laughs> there we go. Although I'm still really blind and that's, that's very difficult for me. So one second, guys. Sorry about that. 
All right, the 100 miles apart challenge. This cache is located at the listed coordinates, but in order to log this cache, you must qualify by finding two caches exactly 100 miles apart. And so, wow, this cache page is saying not 99.99999 or 101.0. Nope, they have to be 100 miles apart. All right, and so we are going to check. Oh, guys. Okay, this is where Jeff used to rock it, you guys. <laughs> and I'm still finding my way a little bit. This uh, challenge is an older challenge, and it doesn't have a, um, a, checker. a checker link. A checker. Yeah. If you put the GC code into Project GC in the checker finder tool, you could run her through there. So I am working on that in the background. <laughs> oh, and, and that's fine. I can even say, I think somebody asked in the chat, I can't remember. I think somebody asked what a legacy challenge was. Um, I could have oh, made sure. that up. But um, while you're clicking away, that means it is a challenge. There was a time where challenge caches were published at will, anything, willy-nilly, anything went. And then that those became really difficult to review. And uh, we would get lots of the HQ would get lots of calls about those emails. And so they put a moratorium on, OK, no challenge caches. Hold on. We need to figure everything out. And uh, I can't remember the duration, 16, 18 months, something like that, about a year, maybe a little more. And then in that time they came up, that was before I was a lackey. They came up with a list of <laughs> parameters that are now available in the help center of the things that um, challenge caches must do like they must have a checker for example and if you find a pre moratorium challenge or as we call them a legacy challenge that they aren't publishable now but they still exist on the map because they have kind of legacy status mm -hmm. then um that's why some don't have checkers and that's why some are blackout challenges or charter member challenges or something like that right right and some folks have created checkers for those old challenges and this one does have a checker um created and when i um another thing you can do when you have those project gc um i don't want to call it widgets or add-ons um enabled in your browser um when i went to my personal um uh, Chrome window and I could log in under my personal account, I saw that off to the right. So I went to that and I can't share that screen right now, but Acorn Mama, you do qualify. So congratulations. Um, and yeah, you win the um, one year membership to Project GC. So congratulations Ooh. on that. That's cool. It is cool. Well done. All right. And now we're going to move on to our monthly challengers. Every month we give a congratulatory shout out to listeners who email us proof of qualifying and logging a challenge cache since the last show. So anyone who sends an email to challengetalkpodcast at gmail.com with the GC code, having a found it log for that month will be entered for a prize giveaway for our new challenge talk path tag. So I wanted to um, show you guys some of the cool challenges we've seen this month. All right. So let me make sure that's the first one on my list. Bloody Cool submitted this one. It's the event traveling challenge cache. So this is having attended events in at least eight states, Canadian provinces, or foreign countries. And he has attended or, or hosted events in 18 states and 13 countries. So that's pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah. Someday, if the stars align, <laughs> I will um, be able to be in the same place as Bloody Cool at the same time he is, because I think we both have brothers in the same general area in Utah. <laughs> and so um, I know you had uh, ha had an event cached there this year, and that would be really cool if we both ended up there at the same time. What um, Merlin's asking what the um, GC is on that. The GC on that is, let me scroll back up. Oh, it's in the little bar there uh, too. Yeah, it's hard to read. Oh, yes. GC520PY. There we go. All right. Thanks for pointing that out. Okay. Our next challenge is from... Hey, it's from Tim, Merlin1392. This is pretty cool. This is a um, kind of a, a tribute 
And so this is the Team Rockford Merlin 1392 1000 times two type challenge. And that is GC9Z7TW. And this one is talking really awesomely how Tim is a uh, geo mentor and true ambassador for all things geocaching. So congratulations, Tim. It's in writing. It is true now. Well, it wasn't <laughs> not true, but it is very true now. <laughs> and so this is uh, speaking to um, Tim's achievements and it notes that uh, he likes gadget caches and puts out good ones. But this cache honors his love of challenges, and he will never pass up signing one, qualified or not. And so um, it looks like M. Kettle said that they came up with something to qualify for in order to publish it. And so this is finding at least a thousand finds on two different cache types, including labs. And so um, Tim said that he qualifies with three different types and he was first to find on the cache. So congratulations on that. That's great. Yeah, that's a fun one. It's yeah. really cool to honor people with um, tribute caches, especially even a challenge cache. So, all right, this next cache, the Covert DT Challenge was submitted by ZipperTiff. And this one is GC73C3Y. Get that on the screen for a second. And it is, says to qualify for this challenge, you must complete your DT grid, but with caches that also contain the stealth required attribute. And so that was just a fun twist on just another attribute based challenge. And um, that's, so that's 81 different caches. Yes. Stealth required. Like that's, that's interesting to think about, you know, you think about your classic five fives, you're out in the woods, you're in your kayak or whatever, you know, so to have a stealth required one, you know, that was, that's interesting. I like that. I, like I, I qualify for that one, I think, but I definitely got one square that I needed this weekend. Awesome. Very good. <laughs> I, I, I read my name through the checker beforehand and I did not qualify for this one. I had quite a few missing, so just one more thing to work goals. on, right? Hashtag <laughs> yeah. goals. Yeah, that's right. Okay. I've heard of it. I'm working on it. Yeah. No <laughs> I like it. <laughs> All right. Team Tailwagger submitted this one. This is 100 by 100 favorites challenge, GC8HBW9. And this is finding 100 geocaches with 100 or more favorite points. And he noted that um, a recent trip to Chicago put him over the threshold to qualify for this cache. So a fun trip, a challenge um, qualified for, but could be better, right? <laughs> awesome. All right. And our next one is submitted by Sims Quest. And this is 31 Days of Geocaching Challenge, GC35K8H. And it is finding one cache on a day, two caches on another day, three caches on another day, and so forth. So it's not a streak like the title sounds like. It's about having that specific number of caches somewhere in your cache history. Um, so surely, well, no, I say surely. I didn't do too much <laughs> research on this. I wonder <laughs> if you out qualify for this cash at some point. Is that even possible? Like if you have, like you guys have your 11 days, does that mean you have no day with one and then you don't qualify? I wonder. I wonder. Hopefully it's minimum of one rather right. than exactly. Hopefully. That's one of the reasons why it's a, it's a legacy challenge because, because if it you, does yeah. block you out, well then... <laughs> That's a bummer. Can't have challenges that you, right. What would be the right word for that? Um, unqualify yourself. You unqualify yourself by doing more. Yeah. I don't know. I <laughs> but yeah. any, anyway, it was an interesting twist there. And then I just had all those thoughts here live on the show. So <laughs> I'll have to come back from that, that rabbit trail. <laughs> All right. And then this one, I thought this was great to note. This happened in October, but I wanted to note it since we talk about the Iron Bingo Challenge so much in previous shows. 
And that is the Bruce Zero's mega, mega challenge cache that he created, GC3D5EB. And GBs was able to travel and get to this cache and log it. And according to the log, it looks like GBs qualifies, I'm scrolling down, in seven different bingos. So I thought that was pretty awesome <laughs> to not awesome. only qualify for a lot of those bingos, but also to qualify seven times and get to go and do it. So I'll scroll back up. There's Jeff's um, bingo grid with the many different ways that you could qualify for this challenge. And well done, GBs, for both wow. doing it and getting your name on the log. Pretty fun. No kidding. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. All right. So remember to enter for next month, send in an email before next month's show with your challenge um, accomplishments. And the winner for this month's Path Tag Prize is Bloody Cool. Congratulations. And thanks for sending in your challenges. All right. So there we go. Any last thoughts you guys have about challenge caching? <laughs> do it right i mean what exactly. more can we say <laughs> and place them you know hide yeah. some they don't have to be really hard you know i hear that a lot in seattle at events of like gosh i wish there were just some easier challenges around that's this. a like, good point and so you could do a you know find five where it goes still a challenge and people love achieving things so i say more challenge caches out into the world and you don't have to make them five fives. <laughs> right. right. Exactly. That's good. I like that. Yep, I agree. I also like to just create my own challenges, you know, like they might not be an actual challenge I'm working on, but maybe someday mm -hmm. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> good. Good. Well, Tim made a comment. Can't wait for 2023 and caching with these ladies again. <laughs> oh, back at you, Tim. Let's hope we all get to meet on the trail again soon. That'll be great. Yes. <laughs> and Tom said, here's a challenge for y'all tonight. Click on that like button for these ladies. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Tom. <laughs> Very good. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. And just a reminder, our next challenge talk show will be on January 8th. We're taking the first Sunday off since it is January 1st. So catch us again on the 8th. And the show notes will be posted shortly after the show airs in the video description. So thanks for watching and listening. And remember, it's not about the numbers. It's about the challenge. Challenge accepted. <laughs> thanks. Good night. Bye.